What's up, Gaucho fans? Happy 4th of July, and welcome to a very special edition of the Gaucho 9 podcast. We have two guests today in separate interviews, two left-handed pitchers, Greg Malley, who pitched in the 2013 Regional, and Justin Kelly, who pitched in the College World Series. Both of them were drafted by the Los Angeles Angels. They are still active and have pitched at every level of the minor leagues. Greg had a small stint in the major leagues, and now they are both pitching professionally in the uh, Mexican leagues, which uh, was really fun to talk about, especially to hear about their journeys, uh, the physical, the mental difficulties that they had, and, and some of the positives that they had along the way as well. So that's what we got for you this weekend. And as always, the Gaucho 9 podcast is brought to you by our friends at Kyle's Kitchen. Hopefully you went and checked out Kyle this weekend. So uh, here we go. It's Justin Kelly and Greg Malley here on the Gaucho 9 podcast. It's one of the most beautiful views of any campus in America, the Pacific Ocean crashing against the shores of UC Santa Barbara every morning, noon, and night. Here's the one strike pitching. Mitchell belts this to deep left. Cabrera is going to watch it fly. He strikes out the side for the second consecutive inning. And Armani belts it to deep center. Gauchos are going to Omaha. Can you believe it? Here's the 0-2 pitch. And a curveball is swung on him. And the score is due. Here comes Mitchell. He's going to score. And the Gauchos are the 2019 champions of the Big West. All right, so we're here with Justin Kelly. And Justin Pitt, he transferred into UCSB out of Virginia Tech and then pitched in the College World Series, drafted by the Angels, pitched in the minor leagues at every level, and then he pitched in Mexico, and he got a chance to pitch for uh, the Mexican Olympic team in the qualifiers last year. But, uh, Justin, I want up, Kev? how are you? I'm good. It's, it's good to see you, and it's good to uh, see you healthy through all this craziness. Yeah, likewise. Well, I want to I want to hear about your your start in the College World Series because when you came in, you had to to redshirt a year or sit out a year because of the red, the, uh, the transfer rule, and then Gouchers are facing elimination. They just beat Miami, and you you get the call to face Arizona in the College World Series. And can you just quickly explain what that was like? The the whole lead up to that was was pretty crazy. Um, you know, because starting the year off was, I was a starter and, you know, I was hoping to get off to a good start and with all the injury and stuff like that happening, it was, it was pretty, it was really cool and really uh, awesome full circle moment to get that start. So I, I think checks for even kind of trusting me with that, but man, it was exciting uh, sitting there and, and while everyone's at BP, just kind of understanding that you're sitting in the locker room with the ball with, with the game ball for the College Road Series. And uh, it's something I'll never forget. I, I wish it turned out better because, you know, it was a pretty, pretty magical run. But the, the opportunity itself was just incredible. And what about the experience? Just being in Omaha and being on that team with the walk-off in Louisville and just the great vibes that that team had. Just, what was it like uh, pitching for those guys? It was so much fun. Like, I, I can't look – back and, and say that anyone on that team was really, uh, you know, a sore, a, a sore player or a sore side in anyone because it was, it was a cohesive unit. We had a lot of fun. Um, and I think the whole year was set off because everyone was kind of expecting us to be a downgrade from the year before. So everyone kind of came in with a little chip on their shoulder and 
it was a weird dynamic. It was a, it was a pretty fun dynamic of, of established guys. There was a lot of guys with chips on their shoulders coming in, either they were transferring or coming back from injury. And then the young freshmen that came in um, really I mean, came together. And that, that moment with Sam, it, obviously knowing from him, his perspective, what he said, but like, I think we all blacked out a little bit. Like I, I remember sitting there next to Tevin and being like, man, it'd be crazy if you had a home run here. Like it would be crazy. I remember that vivid moment and then just seeing that thing hook over. Um, it's just weird. It, it's weird to explain it because you talk about it a lot and you see the video and it, it still gives you goosebumps. It still gives you kind of a, uh, kind of a jolt because it's, it was just so unheard of at that time. Yeah, every every time I see it, goosebumps. Just it was it was a tremendous moment. Okay, yeah. another tremendous moment is so you get picked by the Angels, and you're you're Southern California guy. I don't know if you're an Angel fan or not. Leading up to it, but you got a chance to pitch at pretty much every level of the minor leagues, and uh, you you started in in Utah, and you made it all the way up to triple A in Utah. So like they got single A in Orem and they got triple A in Salt Lake city. But what was it like right. pitching in the minors and kind of getting bumped around? Cause you're left-handed. So you got that going right. for you. <laughs> it was, uh, it was a crazy transition because, you know, I think we ended up leaving Omaha maybe June 22nd. And I remember the next day coach being like, Hey, tough loss. Uh, your flights tomorrow. All right, cool. Flying out of Bakersfield tomorrow, get to Utah the 25th and finish that rookie ball. Come back for spring training the next year, and I don't make a roster. And, you know, pretty disappointing. Anyone that's been an extended will tell you it's it's the worst place ever. So when I first got my call, I was like, man, just be ready for the first one. And I got called to AAA. Went to AAA for a week, came down, went back to extended, uh, then got called up to AA. I was there for two weeks, went down to extended, then high A. And I'm telling you, I, there must have been some kind of chronological order they wanted to follow because they went high A, then extended, then low A, then rookie ball, then low A, high A, um, ended up in double A, and then uh, finished the year the last two weeks in, in high A. So it was a lot of flights, a lot of frequent flyer miles I should have racked up. But it was for a first year in the pros, it was, it was pretty crazy for the full, first full season moment. But looking back, it was it was awesome, and um, that whole experience kind of set me up because once that 2017 season was over, I got a call, and you know I was like, ah, oh, I had a good year. The, the GM's calling me. I was like, ah, oh, I might get released right here. So I was I was actually subbing for a high school um, class, and there was a break, and our assistant GM called me and said, hey, sorry, Justin, just let you know uh, we traded you. And I thought. I was getting released because I was like, oh, I'm a lower level guy. It's not going to work. But then that's when uh, I went to the Braves. But I, I think a lot of that 2017 year helped because it was just you have to adjust to every scenario that pro ball can throw to you. And, and you got to be ready at a moment's notice. So can you can you name off all the cities that you played in? So your home cities? Oh, man. Yeah. So uh, Orm rookie ball went to Salt Lake and then down to Mobile. Then San Bernardino, California, which was nice because I was able to stay with some family, but that didn't last long. Uh, Burlington, Iowa. My host parents in Burlington took me to the airport four times um, in that year. <laughs> so they, they always said, like, hey, we'll see you later. And it was um, pretty much that. So I was able to get kind of some roots with some of those guys, which was cool because it means the next spring training, 2018, anyone can tell you spring training is 200 guys. You don't know everybody, but 
I knew I, I was going to be excited because I knew about most of those guys, but ended up, ended up getting traded. So I, I didn't get to really see many of those, many of those guys ever again. Okay. What, what can you tell me about, about minor league baseball? Like your favorite parts about it and maybe some of the hardest parts about it. Oh man. I think with all this COVID stuff going on, you can kind of see the, the things I miss. And the, the things I definitely miss are just the locker room kind of BS. I don't miss the, the road trips. I mean, as you get higher up, you don't got to worry about that as much, but I really miss just honestly being on a field and I used to hate shagging and all that stuff. But at this point, like all that stuff you take for granted, but I, I, I miss the guys, man. I miss being able to kind of just hang out for, for a job. You get to hang out with the same dudes for 12 hours a day. So I guess kind of missing that, that kind of camaraderie camaraderie is, is one thing. <laughs> yeah. I, I'd say, um, you know, the PB and J's I don't miss much. Uh, I, I miss competing and that's why golf's been nice, man. Just trying to compete. It was just, Go out there and put yourself on the line. I think that's what I miss a lot too. I'm glad you're a golfer. Pitchers should be golfers, right? Every pitcher should golf. You have to be. You you got to be able to, uh, you know, if you got to swing something, you can't swing a bat. You got to swing a club. <laughs> what what was the what was the worst bus ride going to and from someplace? So I remember this one vividly because, like, in the seventh inning, I threw in the sixth. I threw pretty well, and then my buddy came in. They're like, yeah, they're promoting someone. I just got off the phone with my buddy. He's going from um, low A to high, and I was like, all right, cool. Like, I hope it's me. Um, the coach said, yeah, you might be leaving, and the next day you go on a 14-hour bus ride to Billings, Montana. I was like, oh, I got to get I gotta, I gotta, get promoted. Um, it wasn't me, so – and then I got promoted four days later. So I went on that road trip um, for three days – threw one inning up there, took the road trip back. And then the next day we got back into Orem for Montana. I got called up. So I was like, Oh, I wish you could have called like, like three days before, but um, it was the, it was the front, the pioneer league, pioneer league had long ones. Um, I was blessed to play in the Florida state league. So Florida state league is uh, three hours. Most Southern league, Southern league is brutal. We went from Mississippi to Jacksonville and then Jacksonville all the way back. And that's about 10 hours, but um, yeah, I, I, would, I would say that, that that rookie ball travel. If you talk to anyone that's been in rookie ball, um, Appalachian or um, Pioneer, which I don't know if they're going to have anymore, you know, with all the the contracted teams out, um, those are those are going to be some trips that some guys will remember, and the younger guys probably won't remember those as much. Well, you made a, a big trip in 2019, so you get you get released by the Braves, and you get a phone call. And well, I think you were you were trying to figure out what you were gonna do if you were gonna go to Indy Ball or if you're gonna stay in the States or if you were gonna maybe hang them up and do something else. But it sounded like you wanted to play ball again and you have this interesting lineage that affords you this opportunity to play in Mexico. And can you help me out with the name of the team one more time? <laughs> the uh Acereros de Monclova. Um they're a um, pretty small city about a hundred miles west of Monterey, about in line with Texas. And uh, they've been nothing but great to me since getting there. And, and like I said, yeah, we talked about it before when I got released in May of 2019, about a week or two trying to figure out what I'm going to do. And I was like, okay, I reached out to some teams in Mexico and they're like, yeah, you know, import spots, um, you know, those tough, the import spots are, are coveted because, you know, they want those to be, you can only have seven import spots per team. So they want, you know, they're big leaguers or guys that produce every day. Being a relief pitcher, I was like, that's going to be tough. 
And my mom reminded me, she's like, well, grandpa was born in Mexico and they have the Pocho rule there, which is if you have, I think, third generation Mexican lineage, you can play. So um, once I told my agent, like, hey, I'm actually, I forgot, like I'm, I'm Mexican. I have some Mexican lineage. My grandpa was born there. Next five minutes later, a uh, team calls me and they, they sign me. I go out there. Um, and it was, it was a really cool experience because if you talk to anyone in the minor leagues, minor leagues is, is developmental and everyone wants to play to um, kind of increase their own stocks. But in winter ball and, and, and Latin American baseball, you play to win. So I was going out there four days in a row, you know, lefty specialist, kind of, uh, you know, if you pitch well, you keep going. So it was, it was the closest thing I've played into since that College World Series run, um, being able to play uh, t just to win, just, just to simply win. And we won the championship that year. We won in game seven. We played three game sevens, the first round, the finals, and then the uh, Series del Rey, the King Series. So it was pretty stressful um, moments, but it was, it was a hell of an experience. Who are, who are the teams that you're playing in the postseason? So we played uh, our rival. So the rule for, for anyone in the, in, that plays in that series is uh, Monterey and Monclove hate each other it's it's Red Sox Yankees out there so um, the city loves you or they hate you depending on how that series goes we won in seven then we played Tijuana one in seven and uh, I know that's where Mali um, signed and we were looking forward to playing in each other because that's another huge team in the league and, and those are that's another rivalry and then and with the series we played in the World Series we played uh, Yucatan and that was another seven game series um, all stressful experiences and all, all guys I know on all those teams um, you know, they were, they were great teams to play against. So it was, it was a hell of a job winning, you know, championships take a little bit of luck and, you know, we were able to, to scratch it off. Yeah. You got a ring out of it. Well, I did. Yeah. Yeah. It was awesome. Uh, we haven't got it yet. We were supposed to get it opening day, but hopefully get it, get it soon. Yes. So the, yeah, the plan was, the plan was to go back and you were going to pitch for the same team this summer in 2020. But I'm, I'm curious about, uh, your perspective of of the player experience in Mexico, like what were the what were the ballparks like? What were the fans like? What was it like? You know, comparing it to a, a an American baseball game. Yeah, uh, I probably like most Americans going over, pretty nervous, uh, not really knowing what's going on, and and not really having a full perspective on Mexico or anywhere outside of America for sure. So I was asking questions. I had a lot of buddies being like, hey. Am I gonna be okay? How's the city? How's the fans and everything? And it's, man, they treat us like gold out there. They, they we have, you know, real safe living. Um, the ballpark's great. Fans fill up the stadiums everywhere we go because, I mean, they love baseball. So, it's nice to to be wanted and coveted by those teams because it, it's a winning atmosphere and it's it's very nice to. I've been lucky to to have that. And I've talked to some guys, some ex-chos and stuff about getting involved there too. And um, I would say I would recommend it highly. I would recommend it highly, especially with, um, you know, the, the pay, security, and, uh, you know, just the, the livelihood out there. Is, it's, it's pretty nice. It's pretty nice. It's just competitive. It's nice to go out there and play to, to, to win and, and play to uh, come for a common goal. Yeah, nothing like competing on a, on a high stage. Oh yeah. That's yeah, great. And you got to compete on a, on a pretty special stage because of your Mexican lineage and you, you went to Tokyo to, for Olympic qualifiers for team Mexico. I mean, 
Yeah. What, what else can I, what else can I say? Uh, what was that like? It's kind of hard to, to wrap my head around it. Um, because like a year ago today, that would have never crossed my mind going to play for team Mexico and Japan against team USA. And I just kind of, I, I laughed about it for so long. Cause I was like, Oh man, this is so not me. But then like understanding how involved I really am and how much Mexican baseball has really like saved my career. Uh, it was, it was such an honor. And we found out actually that night we won the, the Mexican uh, championship. They said, Hey, we're going to uh, be in two weeks reporting for um, training for the national team. Like we're inviting you. We want to give you a chance to come out. You know, you had a good season out there. We want to see more. And, and luckily was able to make that qualifying team. And I was sold. They said, yeah, you get, we play well, we'll go to Tokyo and, and compete for an Olympic qualifier. And I was set and, and playing out there and, and, and the Tokyo Dome, living in uh, Japan for two weeks was, was incredible. And, and those people are so spirited and so energetic at baseball games. It's incredible. When, when their team's on defense, they're quiet. When their team's on offense, they're fully loud. We saw the bullpen carts coming in and out. Um, you know, like, and like I said, being able to, to help them and being to represent Mexico in the Olympics would be, would be an honor. And it was, it was an experience I, I, I can't ever forget. And it, it goes right up there with that Omaha run for sure. How many games did you, did you play in out in Japan? So I got in a couple out there. I got in a couple in the first round in Guadalajara and uh, our pool was team USA, Mexico, Netherlands, and Dominican. And the top two went to Japan. We went undefeated there. And then we beat the U S Australia, Chinese Taipei. And then we got, you know, we got a good experience against Japan because they, they put it to us. And then Korea, you know, they put it to us as well. So, um, seeing those different philosophies in baseball in terms of like, you know, hitters approaches, hitting, pitching repertoire, it's so different. And it's so vastly, um, just, you know, different pitch styles that it was, it was really cool to see that perspective and that kind of philosophy of game playing. Okay. So moving forward, uh, can you, can you share what your plans were for this year and, and what you hope <clears throat> you uh, are going towards uh, down the line in your baseball career? So going forward, you know, kind of staying ready, uh, trying to trying to stay ready for the call anywhere we have a league, and I guess be ready for winter ball. And I'm sure, talking to Mali too, winter ball is kind of up in the air in Mexico because, you know, having attendance is important, having um, some revenue from that is important. So Mexico is going to try to figure that out and and just be ready for that. And until then, just kind of uh, keep keep training for the Olympics and and keep that you know, as a priority, because, you know, once you're, once it comes around, you got to be ready. So I think the it's world, a, it's, a, it's a once in a lifetime opportunity. It is. It yeah. is. And that's, that's my motivation for sure is um, no matter where you're playing, if you got a chance to, uh, to don a national uniform, I mean, I take pride in that. So I'll take pride in, in being able to do my part and, and keep it going, man. Keep it going. This is, this game will, will pass you up. And this game will kind of uh, teach you a lot of lessons. And I think this COVID is uh, the biggest adjustment. And when we do play again, it's going to be a blessing. Can't take it for granted. Can't take it for granted. Those days on uh, Caesar Yusaka, you can't take those days for granted anywhere. So I think that's just kind of where we're going. Just, just be ready and, uh, you know, keep, keep the passion alive. All right, Justin Kelly, 
thanks for the time. Uh, it's been fun watching your career. It, it really has because you jumped around in so many different places. You got to play around the world, and you were a great gaucho. And uh, I miss those days playing Super Smash before practice. Hey, don't practice. give me that Donkey Kong treatment, all right? <laughs> I don't need that. I'm, I'm getting better. That's one thing I got to work on. But before I go, I just wanted to say, yeah, thanks to thanks to you, man. Um, UCSB has been huge for for my career. Just in, in the platform you have is uh, is doing great. So blessed Appreciate to be a part that. of it, and uh, to be in the show's family is awesome. Yeah, always. All right, Justin Kelly, thank you so much. Later, brother. All right, we're here with Greg Malley, former left-hand pitcher for the Gauchos, pitching that 2013 regional up at Oregon State. And Greg was supposed to go play in Tijuana in the Mexican League with the Toros this summer, but recently uh, we learned that the Mexican League is not going to happen this summer, so that's unfortunate, Greg. But it's it's great to see your face. Uh, you look great. look like you're in great shape, as usual. But uh, how are things going for you down in Arizona? Uh, they're pretty good, you know, just working out, staying in shape. Um, you know, I was just kind of getting ready for if there was going to be a season in Mexico. But, uh, you know, obviously that's not going to happen. So, um, you, know, you know, the only thing, you know, the near future is winter ball. So, um, you know, I kind of just have to stay ready in case a job, you know, comes up. But uh, in the meantime, just, you know, training, trying to get better every way I can and, you know, hanging out with my you know, my girlfriend and my puppies for, you know, the longest amount of time that I ever had because, you know, we're always gone during the summer. So that's been great. But, uh, yeah, you know, just basically staying ready in case, you know, I can play somewhere. So. Well, that's great. Good you're taking advantage. Well, I want to, we want to talk about your pro ball career. And I guess we'll start with the big one that was, you know, it's everyone's dream, your, your big league debut. And I, I saw you pitch at Dodger Stadium against uh, when you were at the Angels against the Dodgers, but you made your debut in Oakland. And do you remember what that was like leading up to it? Yeah, I mean, so I, I got called up, you know, obviously, you know, call my parents and, you know, all that stuff was, you know, just kind of surreal. I mean, it, you, you don't know what to say, like, when it, when it finally happens, you know. And, uh, you know, for me, it happened so fast, you know, within like a year of getting drafted, um, you know, it was pretty tough to like be in the moment. It was, uh, it was, uh, crazy, but, you know, when I finally got to Oakland, my parents, uh, they, they made the flight, um, but they, they had work. So they, they only went for, you know, the first day they got called up. Unfortunately, I didn't pitch that day. So that was kind of, that was kind of brutal, but, uh, so they had to take off. But the day I finally got in, it was like, you know, this, I think it was the seventh inning or something like that, like two to one game. Um, usually they put you in like a you know, kind of easy get your feet wet situation, but they just threw me right in it. And, uh, you know, I just remember like, you know, the first pitch I was just like, I was shaking. I, mean, I was, you know, so nervous, obviously you could imagine. Um, and, and it sailed on me. Um, <laughs> I'm sure the hitter. I'm sure the hitter. I'm sure the hitter knew I wasn't trying. Wasn't trying to hit him, but uh, uh, sailed on me. And then you know I ended up throwing like I ended up throwing a change up, and and he and the guy flew out. I think Calhoun like slid into the wall, 
And then after that, it just kind of calmed down for me. I was like, all right, I got my first out. Ended up having a really smooth first outing, you know, one, two, three. Got my first punch out in there. And, uh, yeah, I mean, it was it was pretty sweet. It was, uh, you know, a sweep, too. I think we swept that day. And, uh, yeah, it was just, uh, you know, everything, everything you could imagine uh, that I've dreamed of forever. It was just, you know, it was perfect, so. Well, you've been well-traveled in professional baseball, and when you're with the Angels, you were you were up and down the minor leagues a lot. Uh, I know you spent a lot of time in Mobile, pitched in Salt Lake City, I believe. But can you can you describe kind of your journey up and down the minors? You know, some of the the things that are tough about it, like the physical and the mental side of things that you got to really grind through, and then some of your favorite moments in the minor leagues. Yeah. Um... Yeah, it's been a crazy. I mean, it's only been a few years, but it's it seemed like like you know a lifetime just because uh, in the last few years it's just been getting thrown around. Um, so, so yeah, I made it up quick, and then and then uh, after like my two two months stint in the big leagues, uh, went to Salt Lake, uh, finished the year off there, and uh, man, I, I just struggled pitching in that league for you know three three years or so. Um, <clears throat> I just couldn't figure it out. Uh, you know, it's, it's high elevation and, you know, the ball just takes off and, um, you know, being, not being a guy that throws, you know, 96, it's just, uh, and, and my off speed is just never, you know, up to par for that league. People just sat back. I mean, you know, hit it out to right center. Like it was, you know, nothing. They're just flicking it out of there. Um, so it was just a really, I mean, honestly, you know, the toughest three years I could have, could have had. I, I mean, I just couldn't figure it out. I was trying everything. Um, and then I get, I get sent to mobile, um, you know, a handful of times just going up and down um, wherever they needed a spot open. And, you know, I go to mobile and just absolutely dominate. I almost just preferred it there because I <laughs> knew I was going to pitch well, but uh, you know, I had to figure out the Salt Lake thing and uh and, and the angel, I knew the angels weren't going to release me because, you know, I, I could go throw strikes, you know, wherever they needed me to go. And I think they, they, you know, deep down hoped I would, you know, maybe my, my velocity would bump up and, you know, I could be a guy at some point, but, but, uh, man, I just couldn't figure out Salt Lake. Um, and finally they just started putting me on and off the DL, um, even when I wasn't hurt. Um, they do that with a lot of guys. Um, they would fly me to Anaheim to throw B, like live BPs to the guys, um, and all that is just real. Was really really tough, uh, you know, mentally especially. Um, you know, physically you're not really on a routine, all that kind of stuff. You still have to be ready to pitch in a real game if you um, if they need you. Um, so from that standpoint, you can't really train the way you'd like. You can't, you know you always have to kind of be ready for the next day, which is a uh, pretty difficult, you know, trying to get, you know, you're working at the same time. Um, but, you know, mentally it's like, you know, you don't know when you're going to pitch, you know, everyone's struggling there. So it wasn't, it wasn't just me, but um, you know, so you're just like, why, then why is this guy getting an opportunity? Stuff like that. Um, it, you know, yeah. Mentally it was just really tough. Uh you know, when I, and then when I go to Mobile, you know, I had a great time, uh, you know, would, would pitch, 
was basically lights out for, you know, three years. And, you know, I'm just thinking to myself, um, you know, aren't they seeing like, you know, what I'm doing there? I'm doing things that, you know, other, other people, you know, can't do. Um, and so, um, but, but it just kind of never panned out, you know, with the angels there the last few years. Um, and, but, but thankfully, you know, the last year, um, I, I kind of figure figure a couple of things out, started doing some more sidearm. Um, I was, I was following the angels, like pitching plan kind of the whole time. Um, and they wanted me throwing, you know, change-ups like crazy. And it was just getting, you know, hit around the yard. So I stopped throwing a change-up altogether. It was just fastball slider, learned a new slider. Um, and, you know, last year was the best I've pitched there. So that was, uh, you know, it was kind of nice to know that I, I could pitch it uh, for an extended period of time well uh, in, the, in a place that I just could not figure out. So, you know, that's that's pretty nice. But uh, but as far as, you know, good, good times in the minors, you know, you kind of – even when all that stuff's going on, it's it's tough to do but but you kind of sit back and think like I'm still I'm still kind of living you know I'm still living the dream that you know I I wanted for myself as a little little kid you know um you know still getting you know paid to play baseball um going to a bunch of cities you know uh the the nice thing about AAA is that you're still you know going to sweet cities we're going to Vegas we're going to um you know Reno um Nashville, you know, places like that. And, you know, it's a blast, great teammates. Um, I've been really blessed to have, you know, amazing teammates that, you know, have made that whole experience, you know, a lot, a lot easier. Um, and, you know, so, you know, mainly uh, the time with the teammates and stuff is, is the, uh, the real fun part for me, um, along with, you know, pitching in, you know, great stadiums and, stuff like that yeah you're you're a competitor we, we always knew that greg was a competitor i mean you you hit and pitched your freshman year as a gaucho and and we would always stick you in in the tough situations like hey we're we give up a bunch of runs early let's put greg in in the third he's gonna throw five shutout innings for us or we're up by two it's a big game we need this one it's the ninth inning let's put in greg he'll close it out for us so you've always been the competitor and that's you know that's what keeps most most athletes going at least in the conversations that I've had uh, on this podcast and after your time with the Angels you get this opportunity in Mexico and talking with Justin Kelly I mean he got the opportunity because he had some family lineage but what was your story how did you end up pitching in the Mexican League so I was in uh, Mobile and you know I had a start um, I went complete game shutout and um I had been looking for, you know, a spot. And the guy who caught me that game is like a pretty pretty famous catcher in, in Mexico in the winter. Um, you know, a lot any anyone anyone who's from Mexico who's in, you know, the US playing is like a huge deal back home. Because it's it's so difficult to get, get over here because um, you know, they have a lot of rules on, you know, how much like they need to pay the league like to get a guy over there. So, you know, they kind of have a lot of pull. So my catcher at the time, um, uh, Julian Leon, uh, was like, yeah, man, I might be able to talk to somebody for you. So I was like, please, dude. Like, basically, 
you know, if I wouldn't have gone to Mexico, my career could, you know, be over by now. And uh, I was like, I was like, dude, like, you need to get me over there. So he just gave the guy a call. Um, and and uh, the guy, Luis, was like, he just called me and was like, hey, we want you to start over here. You know, would you be interested? And I was like, absolutely, you know, sign me up right now. And, uh, you know, it all worked out. And, you know, that kind of, it kind of gave me a, you know, a little second life for my career. Um, you know, obviously I, I uh, you know, believe and hope that I'll, you know, be back in the big league someday. But, you know, I got to gotta play to be able to do that. So, so thank God uh, for that for that guy, Julian, man, he, he saved me. So what team, so you played for the Aguilas, the, the Mexicali, in their first season? What was that yep, like? Yep. I mean, it's, uh, man, the brand of baseball, it's just, it, it kind of brings you back to college a little bit. I mean, you're, you know, in pro ball, a lot of the times, even, even you know, the big leagues, you, you, we could see now, you know, with all those negotiations, it's, it's still about money and, you know, so, so much less about the game. And in the minor leagues, it's, you know, all about development and getting the, you know, the young prospects work. Um, you know, it, it's almost, you know, less about baseball and, and more about outside things. Where there, it's just like, I mean, you just want to win every every night. It's a shorter season. Um, the fans go crazy. You know, the games are all sold out. And, uh, you know, it's just – it kind of brings you back to just that pure baseball um, – you know, just playing to win, playing for your teammates, um, which is, you know, my favorite thing about college baseball is that you're you're really not even playing for yourself. You're playing for your teammates, you know. I mean, I, when I was out there, I didn't want to let, you know, uh, the guys around me. I mean, you, you see Austin Pettibone on a Friday night just going for it, and it just makes you want to do the same thing, you know. So, uh that's what I mean. I I just love that about there. Um, you know, it was really nice to, you know, walk around and you're you're a huge deal there. You know, everyone recognizes you everywhere you go and stuff like that. And uh, yeah, but but the the pure baseball is what I just really loved. What what about some of the ballparks and and some of the cities that you get to travel to in the Mexican league? Because talked to a, a couple people now who have some experience in Mexico and. I've been to a few cities, a handful, but but not enough. And it just sounds like every place has kind of its unique identity. Oh, for sure. Um, yeah, you know, there's some, there's a lot of really nice stadiums. Couple, couple, uh, you know, bad not bad ones, but you know, not as nice. And uh, you know, like uh, Mexicali is a, a little older stadium, but I mean, it's. Uh, it's just like it, it. It's cool with like the backdrop and stuff like that. Um, they do it, the fans is what really makes it fun. Um, but uh, like you know, Culiacan, a big uh, cartel owned team. Uh, they got a big league state of the art stadium. That place is unreal. Um, you know, Navajo is like a little. They're a little lower on the budget, so you know it maybe not as nice of a stadium, but uh, but but yeah, there's definitely some nice ones there. Uh, I'd say Culiacan was the nicest one. I'm trying to think of of the other ones. Oh, Obregon, that one, that one's super nice too. And Guadalajara is a 
rich area too. They they had a really nice one. So I mean, you could just tell which teams you know have money and which ones you know, don't have as much. <laughs> okay, so moving forward, so you were supposed to go play in Tijuana this uh, this year. Uh, not going to happen with the Toros, but do you anticipate you sticking in Mexico or trying to 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 lay some groundwork in Mexico and then and then move up uh, back into into big league baseball uh, eventually? So, like, what are your? I guess my question is, what are your immediate goals for the next couple of years, personally? Okay, so uh, so right now uh, there's just, there's not much you know internationally until winter ball. So I'll either be in Mexico or Dominican, but uh, there's a couple, like, kind of independent ball leagues going on right now in the U.S. There's – I just I just kind of got offered one in Nashville. Just like two, two teams basically, like, staying ready unless – uh, just in case the team needs them. But that one was offered a relief. And this last year I became a starter, and I just like it so much more that – um, I'm looking to, <laughs> I'm looking to stick with that. It, it just didn't seem, you know, worth it as a reliever to me. Um, I'd rather just stay here and get better than do that. Um, but there's another one in Sugarland too. I think that one's like four teams. So, um, I'm trying to get in there right now. Um, I kind of find, found out about it late, so it doesn't help me, but you know, hopefully, you know, with a little little big league time, it, it helps you, you know, get into places like that a little bit. We'll see what happens there. So um, once I find out about those, then, you know, I'll probably just end up, if it doesn't happen, just end up going into off-season mode and, um, you know, getting ready for winter ball. You know, maybe try to, you know, pick up a couple ticks in velo. I feel like that's what I'm always chasing. And, uh and just get ready for winter ball so I can, you know, show out and, uh, you know, hopefully get a chance for next spring training. That sounds like a great plan, Greg. We hope it's we hope to see you at Alumni Weekend pitching at Caesar Wasaga Stadium under the lights. And uh, it's it's great to see you and it's great to hear from you. And uh, best of luck this year. Yeah, great to see you, man. Thanks for having me. Big thanks to our sponsors, Kyle's Kitchen, and another huge thanks to our guests, Justin Kelly and Greg Malley. It was a lot of fun reminiscing with those two, and I really appreciate the things that they said about me and about the program. They have are limping on as Gaucho alumni. They're wearing the colors and, and really doing a great job carrying on uh, the legacy of the program. So right after I talked to Justin Kelly, who pitched in the Mexican Baseball League, which is kind of the summer league down there and they announced that they will not be having a season in 2020 so that's unfortunate Uh, but Greg who pitched in the Mexican Pacific League which is the winter ball version of the baseball in Mexico there is still hope that there will be a season for them so uh, keep your fingers crossed and hopefully there'll be some sort of professional baseball in Mexico and as we know that major leagues are getting started at the end of the month so that's something to look forward to. Another thing to look forward to is the interview for next week. We're going to have Ryan Spielborgs and Bob Bronsman. We'll talk broadcasting. We'll talk 07 World Series. We'll talk uh, Rocktober. And, uh, and of course, about Spilly's time with the Gauchos. And uh, he's a character, and I'm really looking forward to that one. That's going to be a lot of fun. So that'll be next week on the Gaucho 9 Pods. And until then, stay safe, and uh, we'll see you next week. Mm-hmm.